Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Welcome, continuing with the laws of Tzitzis, or Tzitzit, chapter 2, Hilchot Tzitzis. One of the components of Tzitzis, biblically, is that the strand, one strand has to be dyed with a dye which comes in the color called tchelas. What is tchelas? Aleph, one, tchelas, whenever the Torah speaks of tchelas, anywhere, and there are two primary places the Torah speaks of tchelas. One is in the garments and in the furnishings of the Mishkan, tcheles v'argomon v'teila ashoni. And the other place is hakonof psil tcheles with tzitzis. That the corner fringe has to have a thread of wool dyed tcheles. What is tcheles? Bechol mokem hi hatzemer It is wool dyed ka posuch shebakchol the lightest or a light variation of blue. Vizuhi dumus horakia, and this light variation of blue we speak of would be the color of the heavens, the sky. Hanires le'ein hashemesh, visible opposite the sun, bitare shorakia, when it's a clear sky, a clear blue sky. I spoke with my wife, who is an expert in colors, and I said to her, what is tcheles in your opinion? She says, first of all, you have a tie colored tcheles, you should wear it. So I wore my tcheles tie today. This is tcheles, according to my wife, who is an expert in colors. It's also a blue-green, turquoise, or teal. And it comes much darker than this and much lighter than this, because like with every color, it has lighter and darker variations on the scale. But essentially, it's a blue, green, turquoise, teal-like color. The tcheles that are stated in tzitzis, the tzitzis-related tcheles, unlike the Tabernacle-related tcheles. And there's a lot of opinions regarding the tabernacle-related tcheles, what requirements it has to meet, but we're not going to go into that now. Tzorech shetiyet tzviyasa yudua. Tzitzis tcheles. You need to know exactly what the dyeing process of the wool is. The kind of dye that you use has to be consistent, has to be non-changing, non-fading. And therefore, anything that is not dyed with that particular dye which we define as the Tchela's dye, Puzzle is unfit, Letzitzis for tzitzis. Even though it looks like the blue of the sky. That's not enough. It has to come from a particular source. And we'll talk about the source. 
Kigain, for example, Shetzvoy, he died it, Beistis. He gives an example here of various chemicals or various components which create similar color, like Isatis, or Shchor, or black dye, a Bishar Hamashchirin, or other dark dyes, and it comes out that color, comes out turquoise teal. It is unfit to be used as the dye for tzitzis. Also, the wool has to be real wool. Rochel, the wool of a ewe. Bas'ez, which was fathered or, or given birth to by a goat. In other words, a cross-breeding of a ewe and a goat. Tzimra, or tzamra, its wool, posel tzitzis, is unfit for tzitzis. It has to be wool, sheep wool, pure sheep wool. So we have very serious requirements. Now, the Rambam in two gives the process of tcheles. Bays two, ketzad tzevin tcheles shal tzitzis. So how is this tzitzis? Tcheles produced. How is this dye brought about? Leichin hatzemer, the first thing is, you take wool, v'shedin eise besid, and you soak it in lime, and that prepares the wool. Yachakach mechapsin eise, it's then washed, achi anoki, until it's clean, clean. Then, umartichin eise ba'olo, k'yetzebay, it's then boiled with olo, which he translates here as bleach, and other Chemicals. Like those people who dye materials do, you have to prepare the material to take on the dye. In order, in order that it should accept and take in the dye. The material has to be prepared to accept the dye. Following that, you bring dam. The blood, chilozon of a chilozon. What is a chilozon? The who dog, it's a fish-like animal, a marine animal, a marine fish, a marine creature, whose eye or whose color, whose look is similar to tcheles, but its blood is black as ink. So the fish itself has the treles like color. Where do you find it? So the Rambam says Yam HaMelech. Now usually Yam HaMelech means the Dead Sea. But here it can't mean the Dead Sea. Nothing can live in the Dead Sea. It's in the Salt Sea, which is the Mediterranean Sea. The Salt Water Sea. This chilozen could be found. Now, he brings down here that since the chilozen was extremely difficult to obtain, even in Talmudic times there was a tendency to dye tzitzis with other substances, which is a problem. And then he also brings down that the identity of the chilozen is a matter of question. The one of the Talmudic sources, or the main Talmudic source for Torah, Tfilm, Mezuzah, is, as mentioned earlier, Menachos. The tractate Menachos 44a states that 
the chilozen would only be visible once in 70 years. So it was a rare fish. One can infer that it was a long snake-like fish. From other sources, it's snail-like. So it's snake-like or snail-like, and it's a marine being, a marine life. In his commentary on the Mishnah, the Rambam also writes that Tchelis is no longer available. The Rabbeinu Yitzchak Al-Fasi, who lived two generations before the Rambam, writes, quote, we do not have Tchelis, unquote. Now, interesting, approximately 100 years ago, Rabbi Gershon Henoch Langer attempted to reintroduce a dye which he determined to be Tchelis. Similarly, Rabbi Herzog, the first chief rabbi of Israel, attempted to locate the Chilazon, although from a theoretical perspective, the Torah community appreciated the value of their research and practice, their decisions were not accepted by the majority of Torah scholars. Therefore, the majority of observant Jews do not have tcheles, that thread of tcheles, in their tzitzis today. What do you do with it? You place this blood in a pot, and you put certain herbs, like chamomile, and others, like those people who work with dye, do, so you boil it. With this dam chilozoin, with the chamomile and other stuff. And you place the wool, which had been previously prepared with lime and bleach, until the wool becomes sky-like. This would be the treles of tzitzes. Now we get complex. It's not so simple. Hatcheles shel tzitzes, three, the treles of tzitzes, tzrichot tzviyelishma, has to be dyed for the sake of the mitzvah. You can't just have it. Can't go to the shmata district and say, oh, this looks like treles. It has to be processed with that in mind. What if it was dyed without this intent? Psula, it is unfit. What about the pot in which the dye, the color, is placed? Let's say a guy is processing trellis. So he takes a big pot and he makes his mixture and he says, let me take a little wool and let me test it. This is not going to be used for trellis. I'm testing to see if my color is right. To test it to see if it's good. Imlav or not. That whole pot with all the dye in it can no longer be used because it was used for something else. What was the something else? A test. Even that makes the whole pot of dye unfit. So how do you test it? How do you test it? Very simple. You take a small pot and you put a little in a small pot. You take the dye from the big pot, you put it in a small pot, and you put some testing wool. And then you say, ah, this is perfect. I have my equation. 
I have my menu. I can go ahead. What do you got to do? You have to burn the testing wall so that chas v'shalom, no one should use it because it was not made for the sake of the mitzvah. Sharei nitzvah libdika because it was only died as a test. Now, most people go through their entire life wearing tzitzit, knowing about chelas, but they have no idea of these laws unless they learn them. You then pour out the dye that you use to check that check wool, the test product, because using it as an experiment disqualified that dye you then take the real merchandise and you dye it with the rest of the dye that did not become unfit even by the test and that's, that's like wild that shows us the importance of lishma, of doing something for the sake of the mitzvah okay that's very nice but the average person doesn't know how to do that so where do you get this stuff from he says, You have to buy it from a recognized, authorized, Tchelas dealer, like Costco or something like that. No, just kidding. Because we're concerned that if you just buy Tchelas, it could look gorgeous. We don't know if it was dyed for the sake of the mitzvah or not. Even though it was purchased from a recognized dealer, there is a way to test it, to see if the dye was made properly. If you tested it, and you discovered that it was dyed with another component, it's another dye, and it's black, and it creates trailers, but it doesn't have the permanence. Of the real tcheles, psula, it is unfit. There's debate as to whether the Rambam means to say here, and if it did have the permanence and it came from something else, is it good or not? That's a whole debate. What's the test? How do you test to see if it's real tcheles? Please do not try this at home. So how do you test the wool to see if the tchelis was made according to law or not? So here's the deal. Here's the experiment. Here's the test. And you take straw. Then you take the secretion of a snail. Then you take urine that had been left standing for 40 days. So that mixture. And you soak this wool dyed in tcheles, may last for 24 hours. What a difference a day makes, 24 hours. Imam if soaked in that mixture, it sticks, it stays, it's color, does not become light or weak. Shada, then it's kosher. It withstood the test of all these chemicals. Vim kosa, but if it weakened, the color got a little weaker. Lakechin. Step two is you take botsake, you take a dough, a shalsaidin of barley, shemaapshin eisay lemurius, which is prepared to be used for fish brine, that kind of barley dough. 
And you take this tchelas, which became light, and place it in that dough, that tested tchelas, and you bake the dough batoner in your oven, your stove. You then open up the bread, take the tchelas out, and you check it out. It becomes even lighter. Psulo, that means it's unfit. That means it does not have the capacity for longevity to retain its color. But if it added color, became darker, than it was before the baking process, then it's kosher. Six. A courtyard or a shop which specializes in trailers. And it's established that here you can buy kosher trailers. You can go buy. You don't have to test it. Not every customer has to run this test. And this particular outlet supplier establishes its reputation as a reliable trailer supplier. Until the rumor goes out, somebody posts on Facebook that this is not a good supplier. That's the proof, by the way, that they had Facebook in the time of the Rambam. Now he says, what if somebody takes tcheles and stores it? With a kusi, literally a kusi is a particular group of non-Jews who created problems. Liberally, the word kusi means a non-Jew, and the problem is that tzitzis is a commandment given to a Jew, and tzitzis has to be made, and every part of it, by a God-fearing Jew. Because there are so many components, we'll never know if it was done for the sake of tzitzis or not. So if it was stored under the ownership of a non-Jew, then there's an argument that says it's unfit. Maybe he went and exchanged it for a cheaper product. Because the tchelos is a very expensive product. You can get that tchelos in once in 70 years. It's rare. But if it was put away in a box, in a vessel, double sealed, sealed within seal, it's kosher, but if it's only one seal, it's not so kosher. And there's a lot of debate. If the guy is a tcheles expert, even if he's not Jewish, we rely on him, say some, because that's his business, and people don't want to ruin their business. Rather than an individual. If somebody's walking down the street and he finds tcheles, even if he finds strand, strands of wool, like tzitzis, dyed with tcheles, what else could it be? Chutin psukim, Strands that were cut, psulin, the psula, it's not kosher. Shizurin, but if he finds twisted strands like tzitzis like, Kshayra, what else could it be but tzitzis? And you assume that the tzitzis was made for the sake of the tzitzis. Halekeach talis mitzietzis minashukmi yisrael. Similarly speaking, if you buy a talis and the tzitzis are already on it from a Jew, but you have no idea who made the tzitzis. For example, today you go into a bookstore. You go into a, uh, a scribe's uh, retail outlet and you buy a talus. Do you know who put the tzitzis on? You know that the tzitzis have to be put on. The shame mitzvah tzitzis we learn. You don't know that. 
Harehu bechaskosa, because you're buying it from a reputable dealer, you can assume it was made properly until you know different. I mean, akusi taga, if you buy a talis from a non-Jewish businessman, you can also assume it was made properly, because he's in business. Shera, it's kosher, because it seems that it is a reliably produced talis. He's just a dealer. I mean, I hedge it, but if you buy it from an individual who's not a reputable dealer, Sula, it's not kosher, so it has to do with reputation, it has to do with established credibility, and so on. And these are very complex laws. We're just touching upon them, overview style. Now comes a hotly debated law. Talis shikula duma yuruka. What if a talis, the talis itself, the garment, is green? It's not a white wool, it's a green wool. I'm sorry, it's a red wool a yuruka, or a green wool, a mishatzebeinu, or any color wool. A sechut and shalokein The question is, if the talus is red, or the talus is green, what color are the tzitzes? Not the tchelas tzitzes. We know what color the, that strand of tchelas is. What color are the non-tchelas tzitzes? The question here is, are they white like every other talus? Or are they the color of the garment? Hakanaf Pesil techeles, says the verse, the corner with a strand of techeles, hakonof, mimin hakonof, that it has to be made similar to the corner, so if the corner and the talus is green, the tzitzah should be green, the argument says. Im yeruka, yerukin, if the talus is green, the tzitzah should be green. Im aduma adumin, if it's red, it should be red. Others disagree with the Rambam, it says it should always be white. What if the whole talus is tchelas? The white can be made from other colors, but never from black, or other commentaries say never from a dye similar to tchelas, because it looks more like tchelas. The tchelas has to look different than the rest. And then you put that one strand of tchelas, as we learned earlier, as you do with other tzitzis, that are not dyed. And finally, in 9, the Rambam says, the punishment of one who does not have white strands in his talis is more severe than the punishment of one who didn't put the talis. Why? Because anybody could take strands of white wool, they're very available. Whereas the treles, this turquoise or teal dyed wool processed by the blood of a fish or snail like uh, or snake like uh, marine life called chilozon is not so available in every place of Bechalzman in every time. Because of what we said, therefore, the Torah is very lenient in overlooking the fact that I'm wearing tzitzit, but it doesn't have tchelas, as most of us are doing right now. We're wearing tzitzit, and we don't have tchelas. Why? Because we have no idea what the true identity of the tchelas is.